Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the podcast. Sten Morgan here with Andy Traub, and we are fresh off our How to Charge live event. Uh, about 25 advisors from around the country joined us in our office here in Nashville to learn how to charge for advice uh, and to understand how valuable their time and ideas truly are. So I'm going to ask you, not scripted, so Uh-oh. make sure your answer is good. <laughs> but I mean, is it, you know, two years ago, uh, Elite Advisor Network was, you know, an idea. You were on the Michael Kitts' show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had had years and years of success, uh, you know, early uh, in your career. But like um, now you've got advisors flying in from all over and they're calling us the next day saying it, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does it feel to kind of go like, oh, it's I got it. It like it's it's real. It, it's duplicatable. Do you take any gratification in that? Yeah, it's exciting. It, it's doing a two and a half day event is is a lot of work, as you know. <laughs> you said it was coming fresh <laughs> off of. I'm like, fresh time wise, but right. physically, mentally, not so. Fresh yeah, it does yet. take a lot because we had a, we had one day on Monday. It was just our EAN members. Yep, and that was great. It was, was you don't, we time. don't have to plan as much for them. It's yeah. like they're more comfortable. Like let's get in the room, and you know we had everyone contribute an idea, and that was really one of the most powerful times because oh, yeah. we have smart people in the community. Mm-hmm. And then how to charge live was all day uh, Tuesday and then half day Wednesday. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, to even say like we had advisors flying from all around the country, um, the years of experience, I always take sort of pride in that. You want know, to talk about, cause people always go, okay, what, what kind of advisor, what kind of advisors are coming to this thing? <laughs> That's right. So maybe talk about that a little bit. Who came? Yeah. I think the, I mean, it took us at legacy four years or so to kind of vet this out, you know, and I was a year into it early on, like, is this really a, going to work or should I revert back to the old way assets and insurance is all about the product. And so to, to, to run into something slightly unknown to then pivot to saying, Hey, let's build a path. Let's blaze a trail so that people can follow us. It doesn't mean it's easy, but it's, it's easier when you can say, Oh, I see that person a few years ahead of me. And I I have to believe what they're telling me. And as soon as they start making some small changes and some little successes, like the winds compound, yeah. And so to see it happen so quick, we have people that left the event. Yeah. The so, next so I'm gonna day, inter- I'm gonna interrupt. I'm gonna interrupt. This this is the kind of stuff that like you couldn't even script. Like I wish we could have made this up, but I wouldn't have made it this good. Yeah. But this is it. So go ahead. So to, Wednesday was the end of the event, and I would say about two o'clock, those guys left here. Actually, they had, they said left. They're hanging out in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. No great group. I but, mean, it's but, always fun when you get that many people in a room. Yeah. Yeah. But by two o'clock the next day, this group of advisors. I don't know. They emailed you, texted you, and yeah, and what happened? Yeah, we already closed two plans: one two x anything they've ever done before, uh, and the other one a fifty percent increase of the plan fee that they had essentially set in stone. Yeah, and for them, all the talent in the world, great group. I think seven or eight of them came from one office, folks, and they had been giving away a lot of value for free. 
which we get advisors to ask us questions. It's like, Sten, you're saying be generous with your ideas, but then don't give away your time and ideas for free. Like, where <laughs> yeah, does that you line? You do need to clarify that because we are, you know, we, we teach this of, hey, in the first meeting, you just need to start treating them like a client. Like yep. Just like treat them like they've already paid you, which kind of sounds like what most industries are doing where in some sense of, hey, you got to give away. But then, then you charge for that. Essentially, this that same advice, but more in depth, and then also more ideas. Yeah, and, and experience and access is what you're charging for, right? And so this group, I don't know. Did here's the thing: they called you earlier in the day. One of them emailed me. I didn't tell you this. One of them emailed me later in the day, and actually, a head guy called me, and they closed another one. Nice. <laughs> so, so I I don't mind sharing the numbers because folks don't know who they are. But yep. they closed a ten thousand dollar deal, a six thousand dollar deal. They had a client that they had already engaged with for four thousand. Shout oh, yeah. out to 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. That was like their limit before, by the <laughs> way. It was like their mental limit. But they, that client said, hey, I need you to do something else. It was outside the scope of the original plan. Mm-hmm. Before they would have just said, yeah, no problem. Why not? Yeah. But they added another fee to that because it was outside the scope of. Yeah. And then they closed another AUM client that they'd really been trying to like work. Yeah. But they didn't have anything different to talk about. So they went into this client meeting with someone that they had been trying to get AUM from, mm-hmm. it's going to end up being about 10 grand a year from them. So wow. it's another 10 grand, yep. uh, you know, in, in, in commission or whatever, AUM fees. Um, but because they went in and had a different kind of meeting, mm-hmm. they finally closed it. Yeah. So 20, we, they, we did the math around 26, 27,000 hours of fees. The day after the, the day event. after the event. <laughs> it's great. Um, and I don't think it's that crazy. They were just well positioned for it and willing to implement the next day. That's right. And we right. did have some advisors at the event that, currently cannot charge for their advice yeah like they're they're weeks away or months away from like being able to put an invoice across the table and get paid but to that point if you just believe this if you present your ideas this way like you will get everything else already even if you're not charging it and then fast forward you just flick a switch and you start getting paid for it your practice will never be the same so this is this is a frustration i have and i will only stand on the soapbox for just give me like 30 seconds okay <laughs> it's yours all right go you can keep track of me but it does not make any sense that you would wait until you can charge for advice to learn how to do this that's right it doesn't it's like my wife and i before we got married went through this book about you know like 10 great dates before you say i do and it's all these things like basically it was like really flowery cover, but at the end of the day, it was like 10 really hard conversations before you say yes, because otherwise you're going to get married and be like, well, I thought we were going to my parents for Thanksgiving. No, we're going to your parents right. for Thanksgiving. And yeah. well, I thought, I wanted 12 kids. You want two kids? Like, that's it. Have the heart, do the hard mm-hmm. work before you have, you know, before before you can actually implement. Yep. And so those folks who are at our event, man, they're like, now they're chomp. They're like, man, I, I got to get to where I can oh, yeah. charge for my advice because they're just ready. Yep. Ready. On day one, they're going to be able to charge for their advice. They're going to charge for their advice. I wish I would have known this model existed when I interned with a firm in college. Like, it would have set me off in a completely different path. Yeah. As a young advisor, my business would have grown much faster because I would have been able to generate revenue from my time and ideas, not just what a asset sales for new advisors. Oh goodness, yeah. I mean, I think about this too. It's like, and I think you've told me this. Like, they essentially a new advisor is like, hey, I know you don't know anyone with a lot of wealth. Um, you don't have a lot of wealth yourself, probably. You don't really understand the products. <laughs> Um, so if you could just go sell those to people, like it's a recipe for disaster Oh yeah. versus go gather ideas. I talked to an advisor yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and he is, you know, brand new to the business. Essentially he had worked in banking, but brand new, this is a different business than banking. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bankers, but it is. <laughs> and his, his thing was like, what do I need to do? And I was like, you need ideas. 
Mm-hmm. You need ideas now. Yep. And and so we did that as well at the event. I don't know if you want to talk about that. but um, Yeah, I think at the end of the day, when we break down, what are the potential obstacles or problems to solve if you feel like I feel I'm feel far away from that far and away so from being able to charge okay. And okay. seeing that I'm valuable apart from products okay. the Good. first one is mindset like the group that came nothing changed in their practice their relationships they just all of a sudden said oh I've seen somebody else do it so I know it's possible and then they just tried it and then proof of concept and now they believe yeah and so the mindset hurdle is a big one especially if you've been in an environment to where it's so insurance product heavy or so AUM heavy to where you believe that your only value is this thing you have on a shelf behind you that you have no control over. There was a uh, there was a member of, of that group, and th- out of the six people, he last year was responsible for eighty four percent of fees collected. <laughs> Strong out of six, and so his request to me was, "Man, I just I just need these other guys to believe. I know they can do it." He's yep. a great leader, mm-hmm. and and like literally the next day is when they were able to implement. And so if you're a leader and you're like, I get it. Yeah. Like I get it, but I just need the rest of my team to get it. It's that classic thing with parents. Like I told my kids things last time and then another parent or coach is like, do that. And they're like, that's a great idea, coach John. (laughs) And I'm like, I've been telling them that for years, but, but maybe they have to hear it from somewhere else. You know, I think that's the power of having a group there, Yep. Uh, but they got it and they implemented it. Yeah. They were capable. Yeah. So the mindset piece is, you know, and this is kind of the awareness step. Like if you're listening you know this model is possible because we've done it and we're teaching advisors to do it. Then it's, okay, well, how do I do it? And that was a big part of the event. It's like, Sten, show me how you get ideas. Show me what your service model looks like. And finally, it's belief. It's saying, okay, I know it's possible. I see other people are doing it and I see what their process is. Now, am I willing to take that step? Uh, This is a nuanced thing that you just said that I think some people may have missed, which is that they connect mindset with belief. Hmm. Mindset is awareness of something. I know that exists. Yep. Believing that you can do it mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. Like I know someone that whenever they're around wealth, they're just like, how does that even happen? Mm. They're aware of it, yep. but they don't believe that they could have it. Oh, yeah. That happens to other people. That's right. right. Like what, what do they do? It's like, well, why can't you be part of they, right? Yep. And so, yes, it is part of that mindset. You have to have the belief. And then, you know, we brought in um, a... What what's what are they, what's their firm classified as? They're not just a CPA consulting firm. Okay, they're just so much more than that. Like they're just like a lot of specialties. Yeah, a lot of specialties. So we brought in a CY partner of Sten's um, that loves Sten because he uses him all the time for referral stuff. Yep. And the next day, uh, advisors maybe on the way home actually because I didn't check my email the rest of that day, but I get these emails one from um, Steve and one from uh, Jesse. But they're like, hey, I need that content information. I have a client <laughs> yep. that I want, and just having that. Our answer about getting better ideas or will this idea apply to your client was call Chad. That's right. And they're like, I can just call Chad? Like, yeah, you can just call Chad. Yeah. You know? So for the, there's the mindset piece and then there's, what is the experience? Like, am I going to have to reinvent and break my practice? And when advisors realize that I'm probably already doing 70% of what I need to do to get paid for my ideas, uh, I'm serving the client well, I'm, I'm giving them a general plan already, I'm just giving it for free in order giving to keep some the product, updates. giving some updates, some updates, checking in, but not really have a clear process, is that the last 30% is, what's my experience, what's my onboarding, what's my proposal maybe, look like? Maybe some better ideas, some more creative ideas. Yep, and then kind of the, the separate from the kind of the, the process and experience is like, how are you having ideas find you? Because you're not having to go out there and like, you know, 
get new degrees and certifications. A lot of what we get is from newsletters we subscribe to or COI partners that we ask for ideas. Can I just say, there is is a level of disbelief in that. Like, really, is it that simplified? But it really is about, yeah, we subscribe to newsletters. Yeah, we have relationships with people. We call and say, and you regularly do this. Mm -hmm. Hey, just want to know what are the three best ideas that you've got right now that are really working for folks? Like, it's that simple. Yeah. But then it's taking that in a meeting and having enough knowledge mm-hmm. to say, oh, you're, oh, you're thinking about building a building? All these alarm bells go off and go, yeah. That's, it's my chat alarm. I got to get chat on the phone. And, yeah. Or if you've already had that experience, you know, I, I know what to do. Yeah. And again, it's about you have to be ready. Mm-hmm. I give the analogy of you have to be ready in the field if you're a player. Yep. Before the ball comes to you, you have to know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's where so many of these advisors left and they're like, oh, it really is about just me having a lot of ideas. So when the opportunity comes, yep. I'm ready to go. I have an idea for that. That's right. And also realizing what's the right client. Because if you try to apply this to a client that doesn't need it, that's frustrating. And there's a good chance if what you've been doing is working with, you know, 65-year-olds that are rolling over 401ks that are just going to take a check every month with their Social Security, probably not extremely dynamic planning clients. Yeah. And you could get frustrated. Not enough variables. Yeah. Not enough creative ideas, usually, for those folks. So you'll start attracting different clients that have different needs. And as soon as you do that, somebody will walk into your office and share something with you and you'll say, wait, there's something there. Like this isn't just a product sale and move on. And you'll start realizing that the the small group of people that every advisor is going after that is in need of a product today, you've opened the scope of all these people that are like, I don't know if I need to buy something. I just need help. Yeah, I need guidance. I, I want somebody to ask tax ideas about like, hey, will you talk to my CPA? Hey, is this a good way to do my estate plan? Like, the the market for that is growing so fast. Yeah, especially because the, the younger market of people that have income to pay for advice is growing. Yeah, yet sometimes that same market is always also like, hey, I'm going to do a lot of this other stuff on my own. What was the real estate one that you illustration you drew up? What was that concept? The like, cost segregation. Cost segregation. Yeah. So one of the advisors who went to the event, they said, hey. Just, you know, let's then know I did a cost sake thing and that's what, put that's what really edge. put him over the edge of like, yeah, that's the kind of, and here's the thing. Oh, this is, I didn't tell you this story yesterday, but they said to me, remind Stan, and, and this is like unsolicited advice about the event, but I was super appreciative <laughs> yeah. of it. It was good advice. He said, you didn't, you undersold the idea that if you want people to renew, one of the reasons they would renew is if you're like, hey, I want to help you continue to build your real estate portfolio so you can do cost segregation. Mm-hmm. And it was the it was the two different kinds of um, unrecognized and recognized. Was that direct and non-direct? Or di- direct and non-direct. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he was saying to us, like, when you teach someone that about taking this equity and moving here and growing mm-hmm. your wealth that way, he's like, that's not a one-year. They're going to keep doing that. Oh, yeah. And so – one of the reasons that you can have someone renew, because that that's a big mm-hmm. thing that people ask us about, like, what about renewal? Even yeah. though they haven't signed anyone ever before, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, well, well, are they going to renew? But if these things are not one-year, mm-hmm. one-hit wonders, then they're going to, yeah, I want to continue to have, mm-hmm. like, most people renew with their dentist. Why? Because they stuff teeth. That's right. I mean, like, I want to continue to work with them. Yeah, so the ideal planning clients are dynamic enough that the needs keep changing. Yeah. And they're, they're, the need for you doesn't go away. They may have some life things that pop up that cause you to pause an engagement. But there's also a great market of people who are like, I, I just need a plan. Yeah. Like, hey, can can you for $2,500 or whatever, build me a plan, set me on the right path. Maybe there's a product need someday and you just have a great system for that. For legacy, most of our book of business has evolved into business owners that are more dynamic. And a lot of the value we add to them is our strategy meetings. 
And then out of every strategy meeting comes a list of to-dos that we encourage them to do, that we maybe help facilitate it to accomplish. Yeah. But we're not becoming their CPA. We're not becoming their attorney. I'm not selling real estate. And so you are just the curator of great ideas, the safe place for them to come and say, hey, what do you think about this? Who would you talk to? People will pay a lot of money for that person. I want to talk about, um, before we wrap up, I want to talk about, and we're going to talk about what people should expect from events, like kind of the filter of events. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that at the end. We'll kind of do a list. But I want to talk about something I think that was one of the most powerful things that overcame. It just checked a lot of boxes when it came to mindset, awareness, implementation, systems, was that you came up with a couple, and I think it was a business owner as well, but it was yep. all this information about them. Mm-hmm. And these four, we had four uh, groups of six, I believe, at these tables. And then they had to spend, I think they spent probably 30 minutes, mm-hmm. like what are the strategies and how do you quantify those strategies yep. for this couple? And we had them, We there were, I mean, they said, I think that it was like over the next 10 years or something like that. Yep. But the resulting quantification, quantifying or whatever of the advice was, it was millions oh, yeah. in 10 years. Yep. And that for a lot of them, the feedback is that was like, okay, this is how this works. Yep. I have ideas. Mm-hmm. I get information from a client. I quantify the value of the idea. And what's interesting is we went in, around the room and said, how much would you charge for that? And everybody was like eight, 10, I don't know, maybe one was like seven or something like that. Yeah. And you said, that's a $3,000 a month plan. Yeah. And and then I looked kind of across the room and I said, does anybody disagree? And they're like, no. Yeah. And there was just something in their head about like, oh yeah, I just showed you $1.1 million of value in the next 10 years, but I'm going sh- to charge you $7,000. And yeah. you're like, no, guys, that's a $3,000 a month plan. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. So it's just fascinating when you have the data in front of you, how quickly, mm-hmm. and that was a really dynamic because we weren't doing it for them. We just said, hey, you can do this. And they yeah. did it together. Yeah. Right? As so, a team, and they whiteboarded the ideas, and they figured out a way to quantify <laughs> it. It was a, it was a cool numbers. competition, too. They were like, oh, I would do this, and I would do this. Yeah. Just a really a lot, of, a lot of smart, creative people, yeah. just like you who are listening, who are capable of that. Stan, let's wrap with, because um, I think you have a passion to change the industry, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that, and I'm honored to be a part of that journey. Um, but I think industry events can be better. Oh, yeah. I I, I, <laughs> uh, I say that because what comes to my mind is the events, and this is not bashing anybody, this is kind of a standard, is you go to an event and most of the speakers are the people that sponsored the event. Yeah. And some of the best ones I've been to were little niche conferences, and they went out and got the baddest advisors that would and, and paid for them to come and teach what they know. Yeah. To me, if somebody puts on a conference like that, I'll pay any amount to go. Yeah. If I look at the the agenda and it's a wholesaler, 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 and essentially like people just paid to get stage time yeah. and I'm sitting there in the audience, like that model drives me crazy. So what kind of expectation should people have? And this is also, yes, this is the kind of event we had and we're continuing to iterate. I mean, it'll okay. be even better next time. Yeah, but we had some 20-year-plus veterans say this is the best event they've ever been to. I did joke with a few of them, and I said, this is the only event? They're like, no, I've been <laughs> to a lot of events. Of events. Um, and, and they're like, yeah, it was great. And, and the reason it was great is because of things we're going to talk about. One is I think that you need to be um, – I love the size. We had about 25. and We'll mm-hmm. probably max out at 30 or 40 or something like that. But mm-hmm. but I think the size of it uh, is that you are going to actually like – and then also you work with people there. Yep. It's not just I sat there with an notebook for a day and a half. It's – they were working. That's right. They were learning and then implementing right away. Mm-hmm. I love the variety. It wasn't just lectures. Some of it was a real live Q&A. Some of it was uh, we were helping them refine their answer to the question, what do you do? Oh, yeah. And then they had to say it out loud. 
and then we would give live feedback, mm-hmm. you know, and it always sounds way better on paper than you say it out loud. And you're like, oh, wait, that's lame, right? <laughs> um, you know, you and I were there the entire time. Mm-hmm. We didn't, like, go into the green room and hide away or whatever. Yeah. Like, we're just there and present. Um, so uh, there's something else I want to kind of close with, which is when you're going to go to an event, what level of change should you expect from the event or yourself when you go mm-hmm. to an event? Because I think this is this is a big one that I think it's it's the sort of the elite versus the average expectation of an event. Yeah, I like what you say about like the 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 degree of creativity goes up the farther away you get from your office. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's value in just going to events. Yes. But if you you know you you have a business, you, family, kids, whatever it is, like that's precious time. Yeah, it's really, uh, yeah. especially if you're paying a premium to go to the event. So there's there's a time investment, there's a money investment. Is that Getting away is is valuable regardless. Yeah. But if you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to two events this year, the, the content has to be, I'm going to get, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Like going to the chance of me going here and like having my status quo disrupted is really high. Those are the events you need to pursue. And for me, smaller events, you know, I'm going to 10,000 person, like then it's really all content at that point. Yeah. The connections may happen, but in a group that big, what are the chances of it? If I'm in a 50-person or less group, yeah. and those people are like-minded, also trying to get uncomfortable, and we said this before the event, the chances of you coming and your business not being different forever is close to zero. Yeah, like you're, You will be different. Even if it's like, I know this exists and I'm going to move that way. We have people that are like, Stan, I, I, I totally reinvented my practice. I'll never do it again. I made $20,000 the next day, and I've been giving that away for 10 years. Like That's... For me, what I look at an event and look at the agenda, it's like, yeah, that stuff's going to shake me up. Yeah. Go somewhere. I mean, I remember we, we were going to move here from South Dakota. It was like, I knew we were going to move somewhere. But I was like, we're not moving to Minnesota. We're not moving to North Dakota. <laughs> we're not moving. To, like, I was like, if we're going to move, let's move. Let's have a real shakeup. And yep. I think if you're going to go to something, if you're going to take that precious time away, mm-hmm. like do something that you know is going to make you uncomfortable. It's really going to shake up and really going to, frankly, just make a difference in your business. Yeah. I'm confident we've done that, but just as a you know person that wants to influence other, like you know, go to events that are like that. Otherwise, you know, just listen to the podcast. Yep, <laughs> I agree. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, bud. Well, thank you for listening to today's show. If you're serious about learning to charge for your advice and on improving your existing workflow for your company that will enable you to save time and raise your planning fees, we want to invite you to our next How to Charge Live event. We'll announce the dates for that event on this show first, so stay tuned. And we want to end today by thanking you. If you've ever left a review or a rating of our show, and if you're listening on an Apple device, then please go to the podcast app and leave a review there. We've got about a week left in our book giveaway, so if you leave a review on Apple's podcast app and then send us a screenshot of the posted review, then we're going to send you a copy of Sten's book, I Wish I Knew That Sooner which is full of financial strategies that you can use with your clients as a fee-based advisor. As always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you.